Man, Dev, I'm glad we're actually going to be able to see Age of Ultron now, after last week's fiasco, when we ended up having to read Age of Ultron, the comic series. Yeah. Way to fucking suck. <laughs> but luckily, we've got our envelopes that make no noise as we open them right here. Uh-oh. These aren't tickets for Age of Ultron at all. Which is good, because I bought our tickets like a month ago. We could have gone to see it again. I'm going to go see it multiple times. Yeah, but what do we have in here instead? What if Luke and Devin had actually gotten Age of Ultron tickets instead of Age of Ultron, the comic? No, this is just What If Age of Ultron 1 through 5 by Joe Keating. Oh. One day, guys. One day people will sponsor us and give us free things. Yeah. I like free things. Mm -hmm. Kids, free things are fun. Send us them. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Multiversal Q. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And we're your guide to the multiverse, now in podcast form. Okay, so today we're here to talk about Age of Ultron, numbers 1 through 5. Age of Ultron, what if, numbers 1 through what 5. If? Here's how it goes, I hated it. Yeah, I'm less hateful than you are, Devin. Uh, Some fucking bullshit is what it was. <laughs> well, we'll get into a, a quick rundown of everything. But uh, Joe Keating was the art, or was the writer on all of these stories, and they all revolve around a on a central theme, which is you hey, keep emailing them, which just makes me feel bad when I just shit all over their work. Hey, Joe Keating was surprised that I liked his work, so well, on this series, yeah, you know, fair enough to that then. Yeah, uh, Joe Keating uh, basically did five issues that were based around the idea of. Hey, what hap What would happen if one of these Avengers died? And, uh... It's just five what-if stories that are joined together by the Nothing. last one. Yeah, Devin just... This makes him really angry. This had nothing to do with Age of Ultron. Yes, go on. Go on, Luke. Explain them all to me. Okay. So the uh, first one, with art by Raphael Ayenko and uh, colors by Felix Serrano... Uh, is the story of what happens if uh, Janet Van Dyne dies instead. And I, I like to think that it uh, comes because she sees how confusing all of her costumes are because most of them don't look like a wasp at all. Because She, she just looks like has a space this... alien from like the 1950s. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Especially so, that first one. Yeah, so she dies, and 25 years in the future, Hank Pym is the last Avenger who has reached Russia... Uh, he keeps writing to Janet to try and keep sane, and without Janet to stop there, he just made a Ultron, and without that uh, slap that he gave Janet, Ultron became ultra-powerful. Uh, and so now we have Ultron 1320, who is literally fused into the world. He's a modular monster, and in a old-school horror-style uh, twist, this Hank Pym is actually an Ultron, and Ultron is torturing Hank Pym robots until he becomes the greatest Ultron. Didn't make any goddamn sense. I was like, what? Oedipus complex. If you were confused about what his like motive was in Age of Ultron proper, this made less sense. Oedipim complex. I guess. Oedipim. Issue 2, uh, which is once again by Joe Keating, with art by Ramon Villalobos. Uh, with colors by Ruth Redman and letters by Joe Sabino. Uh, focuses on a world where Iron Man dies. 
uh, during the Armor Wars. We have a new, new Fantastic Four, which is Sea Captain Wolverine, uh, Sky Bike Riding Ghost Rider, who eats hot dogs in a weird way, Shaolin Monk Hulk, and super depressed Peter Parker, who married Betty Brandt. Yep. And basically, Obadiah Stane uh, took over the world. You have endless armor wars, and so 30 years later, uh, Wolverine assembles his team together to try and stop him once and for all. And it turns out that Obadiah Stane kidnapped the daughter of Boulevard Trask. That way he could effectively run a master mold to pump out more Iron Man armors. And uh, they decide that they have to kill uh, Master Mold. Spider-Man sacrifices himself, and he dies. Yep. And that's issue two. There's a lot of fun stuff in here, like uh, Spider-Man has a box of old Spider-Man memorabilia, like he has a spider car, and... uh, But here's what my problem was. Do you know where you did not say at all in your description of issue two? What? Ultron. Yeah. These are supposed to be what if Age of Ultrons, but none of them have anything with the exception of the first one. None of them have Ultron in them. But this is a world where Hank Pym wouldn't have been able to make Ultron without Iron Man. But it, but it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't have Ultron in it. So, like, to me, it's, these would have been fine as, like, other what-if stories, but I was reading this supposed to be as a what-if Age of Ultron, so to me... It should have tied into it, which it didn't, which was what my issue with this thing was. Uh, issue three, which... Which I'll at least give you. Issue three was at least a decent issue. Uh, issue three, uh, which has art by Miko Suyan and Raphael Ayenko, with uh, colors by Jean-Francois Bollier. Do you like my pronunciations? I do. Uh, takes place in a world where Thor died fighting the Midgard Serpent. And so we start off one month later in Latveria where, because Thor was not supposed to let the Midgar Serpent live, uh, all of the Nine Realms are pretty much crashing into Earth. And so we have a team of Silver Sable, Nick Fury, Black Widow, Mikrochip, uh, Falcon, Falcon. <laughs> and uh, Shang-Chi, uh, fighting Frost Giants. Uh, they can't use the time platform which actually does, I think that, no, that ties into the fifth, fifth issue. Yes, uh, Why it, does. it doesn't work. Uh, basically, this universe is in a tailspin, uh, and they're going in for a last-ditch effort to try and save the world, which involves Microchip rewiring the time machine to send in an army of Doombots, which is amazing. I got to use Armored Doombots. No, I mean, I will say this one was at least more of a fun yeah. story. And uh, the team is all pretty much aware that they are on a death mission to distract the Serpent until Black Widow is able to get Mjolnir. And she's fighting her way there. She grabs Mjolnir. She can't use it. She sees that her friend's uh, ship is about to be uh, gunned down. She is about to be smacked by a frost giant. And so she ends up spending her last moments uh, saving them, which makes her worthy. She picks up the hammer, and uh, she becomes worthy, and then dies fighting the... Frost Giants. Yeah. And uh, we cut to 40 years in the future, where now... There's an awesome statue of her. And it's no longer Doomstadt. Yes. It is Romanavastat. Yes. And 
Did Silver Sable marry Bucky, or... Yes. Yeah, it, it's confusing, but everyone besides Nick Fury died. And it was a fun one. I'm not too keen on her costume as Thor. Yeah. I don't really remember it. Yeah, it's pretty forgettable. It was fine, but mm-hmm. I like the fact that she became Thor. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I, I like mean, Natasha. It's nice when that happens, and it's nice that they sort of give a moment where she isn't worthy, and then the fact that she's willing to sacrifice herself makes her worthy. Which they did actually really recently in... Oh, um... Oh, Jonathan Hickman's New Avengers. Mm-hmm. Which is when Thor goes in to try to kill the Beyonders. And he's using the Mjolnir... Which has two R's, so that he can... Or that's only worded for Thor with two R's. But only Mjolnir can be uh, welded by someone who is not worthy. And because he's willing to sacrifice himself to kill the Beyonders, he is deemed worthy, and then therefore cannot lift it. <laughs> <laughs> so then he has to get Yarnborn back. Which is still awesome, but... Mm-hmm. And uh, up next is Age of Ultron... Number four, which is once again by Joe Keating with Piotr Kowalski and Neil Edwards on pencils, uh, Piotr Kowalski and Rick Mag- Magyar on inks, and then Guy Major on the colors. And this is, what if Captain America died while frozen? And the Avengers pretty much try and cover it up. Which I don't understand. Yeah, it does not make sense since there were other Captain Americas. Also, everyone already assumed he was dead. dead. Like, well, what? well, no. Does it matter. Well, n- no, because if this was set during the fifties, uh, before you had to retcon in that there were other Captain Americas who took in during the intermittent periods. Yeah, it it works. But I guess it's it, more if everyone assumed Steve Rogers is dead. Yeah. But uh, the Illuminati, Iron Man, Namor, Black Bolt, Reed Richards, Doctor Strange, and Professor Xavier are like, Hey, Frank Castle, you like killing criminals. You will be Captain America. Or else! Yeah. Yeah, so they pump them full of drugs and send them to fight Doombots. Doombots! Because we can't have them fight Ultron. And, uh... Captain Frank is a success, so Tony Stark makes more of them... And 20 years later, uh, Sharon Carter is the first international Captain America. Frank Castle is retired, and uh, he teaches a young girl how to throw trash can lids. So because she that is what how the shield would work. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, guys, but trash can lids are obviously what his shield is. Hey, it worked in the movie. It did work in the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, time Multiple passed. Multiple times. Yeah. And uh, time passes, the young girl becomes Captain America, and she leads a Captain America squad. Yep. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, last... do you know what word you didn't use again in those last two issues? Ultra. Acerbic. And that was the... Well, yeah, it's true, you didn't use it there. Bare yeah, orgasm. There's, like, a lot of things that just didn't make sense. It's pretty too, because I liked What If Issue 3, but to me that was more of, like, kind of like a what-if, um... Thor Fear itself. Di- or a what if Thor died fighting the Midgard Serpent. Yeah, which was Fear itself. That's well, what his brother was. That's what his uncle is, right? Yeah, but this, serpent. Is, this was the earlier Midgard Serpent before he had. Well, yeah. Spooky. Spooky Fear Man. Spooky. Who he didn't really kill, but he Evil, had Loki right in Netcon inside of him. And, uh. Yeah, that didn't make sense either. Did you read uh, Journey into Mystery? Mm-hmm. Are you playing uh, chess? 
Yeah. Well, no, but that's when he writes in the retcon that makes oh. the God of Fear more no. than just a God of Fear, so he's a well-rounded character no, by ironically... I didn't read it. Okay. Yeah, it's all literary critique. And then Age of Ultron number five by Joe Keating, uh, with art by Mingdol, Ramon Villalobos, uh, Rafael Ienco, and Neil Edwards. On pencils, uh, Ming Doyle, Ramon Villalobos, Rafael Ienco, and Rick Magyar on inks. And Rachel Rosenberg, Felix Serrano, Ruth Redmond, uh, Jean-Francois Bollier, and Guy Major on colors. We get a world where Hank Pym has a stroke, and so he forgets about making Ultron completely. And... It turns out that Ultron Pym, who was the one that we saw way back in Age of Ultron number one, what if, is now the king of the multiverse, or a pocket of multiverses. The universe is dying, so he sends his army to invade these other worlds, like the one with the new Fantastic Four, the new Asgard, the Captain America world. And uh, Doctor Doom ends up seeing Microchip through the time platform. Ludvary gets bombed. Uh, the new Avengers, who are now Captain or Sea Captain Wolverine, Lady Captain America, uh, Thor, Widow, Wasp, and Ultron thirteen twenty one, uh, who has regained enough of his consciousness, they try and stand up against Ultron, and we'll call Ultron thirteen twenty one Hanktron. Hanktron sacrifices himself so the others can escape into a world without Ultrons, and. We never see what happens after they leave the world. Yep. Yep. So basically, nothing happened. Like, the whole culmination of this series, nothing happens. Yeah, but here's the thing. More nothing happened than the nothing happened that happened in 11 issues of Age of Ultron. I'm not saying that. It's just more of, like, there was so much they could have done with this. Well, what... If they hadn't... Well, what would you think they would have done? Because I had what? emailed Joe Keating about this, and he didn't get back to me in time. And I asked him a few questions like, what was the prompt that you had with this? Is this something where you could have been uh, given questions about? For me, what I think would have been interesting is this, to me, is where they should have explored what if they had just gone into the future and Wolverine not yeah. assassinated Hank Pym. Well, what That's you... what I wanted out of this series, and it wasn't. Well, what do you think would have happened there? I have no idea. I'm not a comic book writer. That's what you nerds are for. Oh, okay. So do you want me to know what happens? Yep, tell me, Luke, what happens. Okay, so you have the Avengers who go into the future, and Ultron is about to take over, and then Captain America's like, Not as long as a bleeding heart of liberty still stands, Ultron. And then he throws the shield, and it ricochets off of all the Ultrons, blowing up their heads in explosive fireworks. And, uh... Everyone has a tear in their eye, and the death of all of the Ultrons causes a time wave to revert back, and now Iceman is gay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or bisexual. Yes. And so that's what happens that in What If Age of Ultron. Yeah. If I wrote it. If you wrote it. And I only had, like, four pages. Yes. And chances are I can probably actually get someone to draw this up. That's like what most age what-ifs were, were <laughs> though. They're just like couple, only a couple pages long. Well, yeah, but not the what-ifs for the events. Yeah. And you I don't know, di- most of them aren't quite as ongoing as the last couple have been. 
Yeah. This one and AVX were by far longer than the others. Yeah, though they were a lot more single stories, and I think you were disappointed by the AVX one. It started off amazing. Yeah, and then it got really and dumb. And then it got really dumb. Yeah. We'll cover that one at some point. Sometime. Yeah. Along with some of the horrible stuff I've been picking up at Heroes and Games, which is located in the downtown Columbus Convention Center. Yeah, that's me giving a plug. Maybe they'll give us money. Sponsorship money. Actually, they probably could. <gasps> money? Especially if these episodes turn out really well. But no, Heroes and Games is where I go every Thursday night to be a panelist on The Stuff. Where we talk about the stuff you love. Love. Love stuff. Stuff or love. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so now it's the fun period where we get to put these universes on Trials of the Multiverse. Are you ready, Devin? Yep. Okay. Oh, actually, here's a question. Is the last one technically a multiverse? Uh, it has its own universe where... Uh, okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. Okay. So... The first one that we have is uh, Ultron takes over everything, which is Earth 14622. Uh, eh. it, it was interesting. Eh. Put it above Ultron. Above Age of Ultron, so it would be in the 13 spot. Yep. So, Hank Pym, uh, what if Ultron? Yep. Okay, Earth 62412, which is from uh, What If Age of Ultron number two. I want to give this one a higher position. It can solely be above What If Wolverine sucked. No, I'd like it a bit more than that. I, I, I want it under Spider-Man and above uh, the Earth from uh, the first volume of Exiles. Because I... Fair. You had... Is it Flying. at least above, over, what if Keith Richards were a member of the Fantastic Four? It is not better than that issue. No, it oh. is. No, because Spider-Man is right under that. Oh, okay. So. Good, because it's not better than, nothing better than Keith Richards. Except for a lot of other books. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, right now, new Fantastic Four, what if Ultron is in the 10th spot. Yes. Let's put Cats and Wolverine. We'll know what that means. He's in our poster. See Captain Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah, he is. I love that design. I, I, I had hoped that uh, the hero clicks that would have had him as a possible uh, like super figure, but I don't think that's going to happen. That will never happen, Luke. I can dream they did a Hydro Wolverine as a figure. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. He shows up in uh, Exiles further down the way. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, up decks we have... Thor Widow. I like that one more. Put it higher. <laughs> uh, is it better than uh, Minimum Carnage Microverse? Yes. Uh, is it better than Spider-Man joining the Fantastic Four? Yes. Are you going to put it above Jean Grey is actually in the Trial of the Phoenix? Maybe. Yes. Identity Wars. Nope. Nope. Okay, I'm I'm going to put this at right under Jean Grey in the Trial of the Phoenix. That's fine. I paused. I like Thor Widow. And you went for my pause. Okay, up next we have uh, 
What if Age of Ultron 4, Earth 81223, Cap Punisher? It can be above Hank Ultron. Uh, I, I, it can also be above Wolverine Sucks. Yeah, I, I think right above Wolverine Sucks is... Uh, well, is it better or worse than Magnus's home universe? It's better. Yeah. So we'll have it right How under... Magnus gets so high? Now I'm regretting all these past decisions. No, Magnus is at was at the bottom, but we had Wolverine is the worst, and then we had to put on the Age of Ultron basics. Uh, so yeah, Punisher Cap. But Magnus just was bad. Is in the 13th I'm regretting spot. all my decisions of life now. <laughs> and the last one that we have is the number five where... Uh, I'll give it this one over number one, but not any higher. Yeah. Wolverine sucking was at least entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'd, I'd put this at the bottom because we don't really get a much... Nothing uni- happens. Well, we don't know what happens in this universe. No, Hank Pym gets a stroke and he doesn't make Ultron and that causes Ultron to show up and say, Were you thinking about me? J.K. Smile. Uh, I'd say we put this between the actual Age of Ultron and Age of Morgana, yeah. Morgana Le Fay. So, what if Ultron number five... And where are we going to put in my Age of Ultron pick, pitch? Where Captain America throws the shield and decapitates all of the Ultrons. You can put that... I'll even let you do it over Wolverine Sucks. Yeah, it'll no, go... No, you don't get to have any to say. You can't put your own things on a certain place. Only yeah, but Wolf- Wolverine Sucks is right under Magnus. Do we want to swap those two? Yeah. Okay. Let's switch. Official switching... Wolverine Socks is better than Magnus's Homeworld. And you can put it under Wolverine, Wolverine Socks. Okay. So, Luke's What If Age of Ultron. Parentheses Ultron Heads Blood. Ultron uh, Secret Service Explode. There we go. I was going to say, I knew exactly what you were talking about mm-hmm. the second you said that. <laughs> Also, guys, Kingsman Secret Service. Pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will see if I can get Jeremy to draw this. Which would be beautiful and horrible. Nice. Uh, so would you like me to go over the current universe land? Yeah, we probably should. Okay. So in the number one spot, we have What If the Avengers Formed of the 1950s, followed by What If the Avengers Fought Galactus, followed by Justice League Nail and Another Nail, Followed by Identity Wars. Followed by Jean Grey is actually in the Trial of the Phoenix. Followed by Thor Widow, Age of Ultron. Followed by Spider-Man Joins the Fantastic Four. Followed by Minimum Carnage Microverse. Followed by Keith Richards leading the Fantastic Four. Followed by Spider-Man. Followed by New Fantastic Four, What If Ultron. Followed by the uh, First World from Exiles. Followed by Punisher Cap. Followed by Luke's What If Age of Ultron. Followed by What If Wolverine Was the Worst There Is of What He Does. Followed by Magnus's Homeworld. Followed by Hank Pym What If Age of Ultron. Followed by Age of Ultron. Followed by What If Age of Ultron number 5. Which is the one where Hank Pym gets the stroke. And then at the 20 spot, Age of Morgana Le Fay. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. 
Now, where can people go if they want to submit their own universes for us to cover? Well, they can submit it to our email account at multiversalq at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. And you can listen to us on Stitcher and iTunes and Podomatic. Podomatic. Mm-hmm. And then you can also follow me at Fredo Fett and well, Luke at Coltrack. We're on Facebook as well. Yes, I mentioned that. Oh. We, we, we have yet to get this. One of the last episode we got the super perfect. But you know what? We did. Close enough. I, I like this new conversational. <laughs> yeah. I butchered the end so hard. Yeah. Uh, next time on Multiversal Q, we're going to be having our Daredevil special episode where we're going to be talking about the TV show Daredevil. That's on Netflix. Right now. Netflix. Making the world a better place. One TV at a time. I think they've actually now the most profitable business that's out there. I believe. I was reading. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. This has been another inexplicable episode of Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse, now in podcast form. Next time on Multiversal Q, we're going to be going back with our good friends the Exiles as they go Hulk hunting in Canada, and we get enough said. Yeah.